Hey, my loves. Oh, my gosh. So, it's almost, it's 11.22 <laughs> p.m. Um, yeah, I think I'm going through a dark night of the soul, y'all. It's been a long time since I've had one. And I remember, um, when I first learned about the concept and... The best way I can explain it is kind of like you go through a lot of, um, it can get a little bit dark, but it's because you're kind of going through like the cocoon phase, like for butterflies, where it can be a little bit dark, but you're transforming so much and like losing so many dead layers so quickly, uh, Sorry, that that was like right after my awakening. Um, and at the time, what it meant for me was more in terms of the relationship that I was in and trying to figure that out. But I feel like um, in in retrospect, it wasn't even so much about him as it was about me, which... Uh, after that relationship ended, I remember feeling like, oh, okay, now I'm done with the deep, dark energy. I can, like, go prancing through the woods and stuff. And then um, I got, like, three more after that. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I thought we were done with this energy. I thought that, you know, never had experienced that before in my life. I don't, I, not that I can think of, not to that degree. But again, this was, I feel like after my awakening, which is about, I want to say like around 2016, right? Around 2016 is when a lot of things started to happen so quickly and so fast for me. And, um... I think that now that I kind of understand what I'm going through right now a little bit, um, it's not that I understand the emotions as much as I I understand the thought process. Uh, I'm I I'm I'm trying not to mention content creators. I think it's supposed to be social etiquette, but I think for those of you who are with me on this journey and or have the same questions as me. Y'all already know, um, I do listen to The Universe Guru with Mina, and I'm about halfway through her video called Personality Decay and Deconstruction Manifest Quantum Course Work Day One. I'm not sure if she's going to have it up there for a limited amount of time, or if the offer that she has with it um, is for the limited amount of time, but... When I was listening to her, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm having a, and, and I don't know what other people would call it, but for those of you who've been with me, what is happening is I have so much time to think and it's kind of dark you know, I feel like the last week or so, the energy has gotten kind of dark. And so 
it can be a little frustrating because it's like kind of like <laughs> not wanting it to really get into some of the reasons about like well why do I think this way why do how much of this is group think how much of this how many of these layers do I want to shed how much do I want to keep you know what am I going to hold on to and um, I think that the, the moment right with me clicking this is kind of like uh, 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 like boom, 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 like real quick, just 30 seconds, 30 seconds, 30 seconds, like, oh, I'm having a dark night of the soul. Oh, oh my gosh. The dark night of the soul stuff I was experiencing was not about like my ex, but about me. So now that I'm feeling it again, it's like, oh, I get it. I get it. I get to do all this inner work and focus on myself and um and it's it's not i think every person who's quote unquote gone through some spiritual stuff the way that they tell us is supposed to be like black girl magic like all this sprinkly unicorn fairy dust like sunshine fairies and rainbows and skittles and bright stuff um, but you know how they have those memes where it's like what you think spiritual reality really feels like or spiritual awakening feels like, and it's like supposed to be bright. And then in reality, you're just like cuddled up somewhere in a corner, like rocking back and forth with like bloodshot eyes and, and stuff like that. So, um, I feel like, uh. To be honest, I, I don't want to deal with it. But the good thing is it's been so long and I do believe in divine timing. You know, you're never going to get hit with more than what you can handle. But I am aware of what lies on the other side of the dark shadow of the soul. And it's like, um, I think it is appropriate for me to reconfigure, you know, who am I? Why do I gravitate to certain things? Why, you know, all the, the whys and, and type of stuff. And uh, I think if, if you if you get a chance, y'all, um, go check it out. Don't be too scared of the um, deconstructing. Because if if you are in a place where you have time, and, and this is why I think it's so cool, like even divine timing with the downloads and stuff and getting them just on time for when I'm ready to. Um, and I'm I'm really glad I had a long period of time because it can be a lot when you have them like back to back to back. But um, remember, I said, you know, if, if I really pull myself out of everything that's happening for the collective and stuff, you start to. I feel like understand that some of it has to do with the 1%. I almost feel like it transcends that. I am being reminded about the um, book I read with Wallace. Wallace. Is it Wallace Walters or something like that? Where you get to a point where you don't even worry about the world powers. People who are supposed to be in power will be. 
and you do need the good and the bad and you navigate around that and you don't get too absorbed with that but but um remember i talked about how part of the reason that the one percent try to keep us like um so busy and in a rat race is because when you have time to think um you kind of have time to question you know yourself and what happens around you and and not necessarily go with the group think and um and just a blind follower right you start to ask well why do you do certain things and if you look at examples of other people who have done this they break out of the mold and breaking out of the mold is such a beautiful thing you see the transformation they're literally butterflies right and i feel like that's what projectors are examples of they are able to break out of that mold and um and so it manifests into so many other things i've been talking about how you know in my opinion i would say it would manifest into like now you're healthier right now you're wealthier now your um vibration or your frequency is lighter right in some ways dark night of the soul like you do it does feel like you go deep down into your roots and then extract all the stuff you don't need and then you come up lighter then you come back down and you kind of you know sort out or kind of like spring break and clean your your spiritual your spirituality and then you get to ascend a little bit like you get to go up and down a little bit so it's weird i feel like um and then i'm gonna get off of here and finish listening to the rest of what she's saying and it's interesting because at the beginning of her um of this video that i'm watching she had she's gonna do day one two and three for us um she's like several people have told her they've listened to it a couple times and i was just like oh yeah it's interesting i'm i'm at the 34 minute oh 34 34 wow i just i just clicked on i didn't realize but at the 34 34 mark and everything she's saying like resonates so deep but it would be hard for me to articulate but in my in my soul i know exactly what she's saying and all of the questions i had like even over the past three weeks that was starting to like weighed down on me it's kind of like oh that got answered this is why you feel like this this is why you're thinking that way this is what you're attempting to do because even with the deconstructing part of it it's kind of like um i know uh oh, oh I'll, I'll give you some examples so uh those of you who know i'm in the crypto sector that sector hasn't been doing too good right now I'm confident that in the, you know, over time, we will get back to to where it's a little bit more solid and then the income will get back to what it was before. So I've just been thankfully having enough since last mm, November to, to, to live off of, right? Surprisingly, but that's how, how well it was doing. So, um... 
one of the things I told myself as I'm preparing, I'm still waiting for my new gen coins to sell. Um, I'm toying with the idea of selling my car um, and buying Google ads, which will allow me to take over my parents' mortgage. Um, and also I can just buy another car. So, eh, am I attached to that car a little bit? But I think also I'm going to um, look into a lease and and it's going to be a good exercise for me too, not to be too attached to things because I like the idea of owning my cars, but I found out that rich people lease their cars and that's important for you to kind of understand where I'm coming from because right now what I'm going through is kind of like, well, how would the person that I see myself being how does she dress? How does she talk? How does she navigate through life? And one of the things that I um, pictured myself is I'm the type of person that likes to give good gifts and um, and just look for little ways to give people little things that make them happy and to bless people. Um, I do waffle and we'll be we'll be talking more about this too. Like You've heard my thoughts on what it means to help people. Um, I still feel like I have those views, but my ideas of how to help people, it, it's not going to be just like you're not working and not trying to be a better version of yourself. So, um, and I love it too, because I've talked about how like I would give them, um, you know, just different resources or, or tip well. But looking to just help people like, okay, once a month I sponsor one person, you know, in this case, like with Google ads, somebody that I know is in school or working hard. And like, you can tell when people have good character. I think part of the reason I was kind of a little iffy about charity charity was, um, you know, the idea that we have to give to everyone, I can choose who I want to bless. And when you have your money, you can choose who you want to bless. But I I know what it looks like, because I, I used to be like that, like one of the places I go to, there's a lot of young people, they're in school, you know, they've shared their goals and dreams, like helping children or helping in the in the community. And and it's like, okay, let me bless that person. And I know they'll be appreciative of it because of their lifestyle up until this point. I know they're going to put that to good use, right? So for me, it's kind of like, well, I could live in fear and try to scrimp here and there, you know. Or I can say, you know what? Divine Source has always provided for me. I've never lacked. I, you know... um, type of a thing still have clothes that I I can I bought that still have the tags on them even now even though I know I'm supposed to be kind of you know just cutting back a little bit until uh, my my crypto stuff gets back on board or I get my coins and or y'all even my car um, I just got the notification today that it's going to be another two weeks or they give me two week estimates so I got my headlamp headlight head lamps uh um which is on national back order y'all they discontinued making the camaros um i think if i'm not mistaken this is the last year or next year 2024 will be the last model or it's going to be like the electric 
a the EV version, but they are discontinuing um Camaros and so um it's it's kind of a and the car that the the model that I have it's they stopped making the um the parts so it's really hard to find them so the grill they're trying to find me a grill y'all this has happened since January January um January 12th I remember because um well I won't go into but so since January 12th, it was two days before that, but they came in and picked up, they towed my car the 12th. So um, in between waiting for that, just want to sell it. And then obviously that will help my income. And I like it too, because the Google ads will help me diversify my income. So I'm not going to be just strictly reliant on um, the Google ads. But I mean, on um, oh, I'm sleepy actually. I'm actually up later than I ever have been in my whole entire life. <laughs> um, not just depending on the, on the crypto stuff. So, but it was things like um, that type of person would add a special touch. Not not just give gifts, but add a special touch, and I've been able to do that. You know, and so it's kind of like learning how to embody. You know the type of person that I'm I'm being with the wealthier I become if that kind of makes sense right and um just deconstructing so you know no longer living in a fear in terms of um of income no longer living in fear of somebody firing me you know no longer living in fear of who loves me? I love me. <laughs> so said the fact that I will fight you tooth and nail over what I consider to be, you know, part of my essence, which is a black woman, right? Um, and and you even hear me talking about, you know, still loving myself in spite of what some people might consider to be overly analytical or scorpionic or you know and 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 with due due within due reason right not really wanting to step on toes of the ones that i love but understanding that i'm not for mass consumption type of a thing so yeah i don't know and and so with that being said i think that um i might listen to like 10 more minutes cuz i she gave me a lot to think about in the first 34 minutes but I feel like I definitely have to listen to it again. And I will know that I have fully assimilated it when I can come on here and kind of break down to you like what it means to me. Because it makes sense in my in my head and in my heart. But when I was like, how do I explain it? I was like, I, I can't. But I know exactly what she's talking about. Um, How do you transform to the new you? <clears throat> and it means you start doing little things that um eventually you you just start to transform into into that type of person. So yeah, I, I have some stuff on the on 
decide that I have to um, push through. I still have not taken my state exam. I kind of low-key don't want to, but um, I'll talk about that in another podcast. Um, I, I, I know I need to and I want to, but I don't want to in the sense of I don't want people pushing me around to to get it done but at the same time it's it's you would you know back in the days it'd be like oh I wish people would motivate me and stuff like that and it's like no I don't know I, I can do it at my own time and free will so I don't know but just like that but so so with that being said I've, I feel like dark night of the soul it's not the happiest energy, but I'm not depressed or anything. Um, and now that I, I think I understand it, it, it's about how do I peel back layers? Like, how do I allow myself to... You know what I think about right now that just came up? Um, for those of you who are kind of familiar with the, the tower, tower moment. So... Tower moment meaning like the you know when the people fall out of the like the Eiffel Tower. No, not the Eiffel Tower, but when they when they have like the castle and they have like the little watchtower and usually there's people falling out of the thing and like with fire and, and there's like chaos and stuff, but it's kinda like just letting yourself like the tower moment is allowing all the bad stuff to just fall away and just lighten the load a little bit. So yeah, just bear with me, just navigate with me. Um it it also means like some of the, the content I've put up within the last week or so, I don't know how much longer I'll keep them up. I mean, if people wanted to download it, it would just kind of not make sense anyways, because I really am in my musing energy where I'm just trying to figure things out or a little bit irritable with, with some of the things. But um, um it, it's definitely a different energy, right? Because now it's not about me in the context of um, like a relationship, like how to be a good girlfriend or a wife or kids or, or union or anything. This is about me and my purpose and my personality and manifesting the the life I've always wanted. Um, you know, and I've, I've shared this before too, because this will kind of help if, if you're going to be with me on the journey in terms of listening to the same content that I am in terms of understanding the the deconstructing because I'm going to be using that language like talking about my experience of, of what's happening between now and wherever I end up but I understand because when I say 2016 I remember I was I had bought my first house and just started manifesting and like I was like I want I liked my house back then, y'all. I really, really, really did. And I thought I would never sell it, which is so funny now. I didn't even realize. But even she was talking about, like, she never thought she'd be in a bigger house. But at the time, I remember I told my realtor, I'm never selling this house. And then it was kind of like um, manifesting what lifestyle I wanted. I think not so much the income, but the lifestyle that I wanted. And so to have it 
so that was 2016-17-18, which is still not too bad, right? You start to kind of like have a snowball effect where things start to compound and the lifestyle I wanted could not be sustained at the job I was at. And I remember there were two particular times where I should have leaped, but... um. I really was so complacent at that job. I mean, I still remember it like it was crystal clear. And the first time I came around, I fought it. And, you know, it wasn't a rug pull or anything. And then the second time the issue came up again, I knew what it was. And so I started to prepare for it. But I say all that to say, like, the lifestyle that I was manifesting, I talk about how in my master bathroom... Um, the door would close and you'd be able to sit on the potty. And, and so I had pictures of like my vision board, um, of what I wanted. And so, but with that lifestyle was, I wanted to be able to be financially, um, stable and on the, more like passive income type of lifestyle and I think all up and through what I had learned through high school was kind of like um that you have to work hard for your money that you have to be and so um the more I allow what what I really feel and what I really want to be the vibration the more it comes into me and, I, and not really hesitate about it, if that kind of makes sense. Um, and which is so interesting, too, because even the, the last three weeks, I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just work with someone as an escrow assistant and stuff. But I'm like, nah, you're living in fear. You are trying to default back into rationalizing, like working for someone else when you're about the passive income lifestyle. Don't worry, everything will fall into place when you need it to. And it's really interesting too because um, um, I it this might go on until August. I ideally would have liked to get my car back by spring break. That didn't happen. But I think even, and I mean, nothing to say like I wouldn't have sold my car. The funny thing is if I get my new gen coins before or my coins before the car, I, I'll i probably just buy another car and then, I don't know, it's just whatever. It's the downtime, right? So one of the things I wanted to say about the car was sometimes I will notice that things will happen to to make me think about the possibilities more. Like, how do I turn my car into an asset? How do I leverage that? How do I, um, if, if I had $25,000, what would I do? And so it helps me to solidify, you know, it helps, it, it forces me to kind of re- rethink and reshift and prioritize things, if that kind of makes sense. So, um, also the car in a weird way, and I'm, I'm going to finish this in 30 minutes, even if it, I don't finish the story. I remember, I was like, how do I turn this car into an asset? Because a lot of you know, I used to rent it out with a friend of mine. 
for he used to do so mine was on the exotic car listing but he would rent the car out and then I would get paid um for people to use my car and it was get in but he got into a car accident somebody he got in a hit and run and I was like how can I do this at the highest good of everyone involved without me getting injured or anything because I remember one time this lady was talking about how she wanted to manifest x amount of money and stuff and um she did end up getting injured but she got what she wanted I was like that's and she talked about how it's important to say like for the highest good of all you know and I made sure to put in there no injuries so something as little as my car um I knew when it happened when that when that happened to my car I knew exactly what it was um but I didn't know how it would unfold and so it's really cool to see how because uh long story short I had dinged the car a little bit too. And when I rented the car out, when he returned it to me, it had some little scratches on it. So coincidentally, that's when they fix the car, they have to fix the whole left side of the car, which will make it easier for resale value, um, which will mean I'll, I'll probably get closer to that price point. Um, and like I said, once I do the Google ads, that's... Um, I can always buy another car, you know, but like I said, I, I do want a lease. So part of it is I just have to figure out what color I want. So I just, I just wait, wait until the grill stuff is done. But in terms of the deconstructing, um, just starting to move in terms of being the type of person, somebody who's charitable, somebody who surrounds herself with knowledgeable people dress uh I have an idea of what that woman dresses like and um the lifestyle that she lives and um yeah how she dresses and how she looks which means I have to let go of a lot of things which is what she was talking about so super excited um there's another 30 minutes on that on that on that video but um, I'll probably listen to it early tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll wake up in seven hours. I get up at seven, drink my water. And then I'm pretty sure she's going to do her um, day two by the time I get home from working out. Um, and then tomorrow's Wednesday, so I have a meeting in the p.m. So, hmm. I, I I really think that would be a great resource for those of you who are kind of with me on this journey. Let me know in the comments, too, if you're kind of going through a dark night of the soul or if you've been through one recently or whatnot. So I'm into 31 minutes. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Hey, my loves. Okay, so obviously I have not fallen asleep. I don't know. I'm like super freaking wired. It is 1219. Um, I finished. I'm almost done listening to Mina. And I'm at the one hour mark and 21 seconds. And guess what analogy she used, you guys? The analogy of a butterfly and caterpillar. And remember, this is, this, this, sometimes I scare myself more than I, I really share. But if I sound funny, it's not because I wanted to cry. It's because I was scratching my neck. <laughs> Because I know sometimes I'm sentimental, and but yeah, no, I wasn't. I was just scratching my neck, which felt really good. But uh, 
remember I was trying to explain what it felt like. Like I was like, it feels like you're a cocoon of a butterfly and you're just like shedding all this stuff and pushing through some like the dark energy and it's a little bit of a struggle, but um I I remember talking about the butterfly part and so here she is she she talked about that um analogy um type of a thing which is exactly how I feel it's so funny how sometimes I think when we communicate with people it's how much of it is energetic and how much of it is kind of like a transmission of the information and like energetically um and it's interesting too because somebody else mentioned it so it's like energetically um that's how the capsule of the message came across cuz they mentioned the same thing and so she's addressing the caterpillar versus the butterfly thing but 30 minutes in I was I was feeling that so it's not until somebody outright said it that she like painted the picture around that. So I don't know. And and that has a lot to do with communication. I feel too. I think sometimes we underestimate how much um, communication is unspoken. And how much of it is energetic. Okay. And even like right now when I was falling asleep uh, a little bit. I I uh, I do think about what I put in the podcast and if I want to type any loose ends there are some loose ends and I I can um think of where there were some things I was trying to transmit out but it wasn't try quite hitting because it's even things like when I was saying the lifestyle that I'm manifesting like at home like in my first home a lot of those things had to fall away and crumble um, but in my heart of hearts, I've always wanted to live a passive income lifestyle. And sometimes like when I was talking about the other, you know, taking on a job or, or doing the insurance, it is insurance is a job. Um, it's because I'm second guessing myself and I have to stay true to myself, but I've had the opportunity to wear, you know, buy clothes that I know matches the type of person I am. And give gifts, <clears throat> you know, because my initial response is like, well, I don't know what's going on with my finances, so I'm just going to, and I'm like, no, 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 you're a woman who likes to give, this is an opportunity to give, and you will always, you've always had money for years, for years, I've always, <clears throat> um, you know, even right up into like buying my first house, right? Um, so I was like buying a gift here or there, um, that's representative of, of you and what, how you see yourself, um, to, to bless that person, you're going to have an abundance of it. So, um, and I think it does kind of make sense too. And and then I'll get off here too, is because, um, I really did feel like even when I was talking about the butterfly thing at the beginning of the, the podcast and listening to her, I understand it's temporary. And even like how the caterpillars, they start off as larvae, right? And then they have the cocoon thing and then they have to struggle through it. And then the butterfly phase. And I feel like 
you know, any one of my things that will help me get on a better financial footing, I just know how to multiply that. And so when I know how to multiply that, part of my downtime is figuring out, you know, how to continue multiplying it, but also how to um, start to be a blessing to people. And so once you cross over that, that threshold, I've talked about how um, the, the, the ease of being able to hit a millionaire status, you can hit that in 36 months with the knowledge that we have about compound interest, whether you're doing it with, you know, stocks or crypto or, um, like the other, like advertising arbitrage or stuff like that, um, and yeah, so those were some of the things I wanted to say. So yeah, she ended up talking about the the butterfly thing. Thought that was super cool. There's eight more minutes, but I'm kind of sleepy, so I think I'm gonna just press stop here. Um, <clears throat> hopefully, it attaches to the bottom of this podcast where I was talking about the. It's really cool because I I love that she's talking about um the limiting beliefs and one of the things when she talked about that too I had to ask myself do I want to continue to be a pro-black woman I know I talked about how in the last podcast or so I was like over my dead body but is is that really the image of the millionaire person I see myself in in the next 24 months no 12 months right? Is that woman pro-black? Um, does she react to the, you know, content creators the way that she does now? Does she, um, unpack things the same way? Is she even bothered by those type of conversations? Is, is she even conversing on that level? Because I already can feel it in my heart of hearts. Like, this is a great opportunity for me as I'm falling asleep to kind of think about, okay, why? So I've already shifted a little bit ahead and the word she uses is quantum to I'm, I'm getting exactly the compliments that I know that, that I saw myself getting at this stage. And it's time for me to start thinking, okay, what does the millionaire woman do and say and what does she listen to and how does she think about things and now that way i think uh even some of the content from before like that have dropped off earlier this year i remember a part of me was just kind of like this doesn't resonate with me anymore so i feel like some stuff is gonna fall off you know and I need to be okay with that and not be so conflicted. I think in the future, not if, but when I get my next dark, dark night of the soul, it's just kind of like, oh, it's time to let go of stuff. Let go of all that deep crap. Hip hop, hooray. Hip hip, hooray. Um, Ready to just unload and take on lighter energy and higher energy. And um, 
and and it's cool too because this is kind of pushing me like okay now that you're past the passive income lifestyle how do you get to the charitable part what what is it that you really want to do because right now I'm pretty scattered on how like how do I want to help people you know um, and I have little ideas here and there but just start thinking about what that looks like a little bit more you know um and I'm sure writing it down will work. You know what is so interesting? I'll I'll say this, but I might do it in another podcast too. Uh, somebody had said that we actually are more receptive to spoken word. And I like it. It makes sense. Um, when you do speak, though, there's things like tone and inflection and connotation and all that other stuff. But another person, and this is so cool. I love how when I get my downloads... Whatever I need for that time, you know, um, if if that correction needed to be there, I will get it. So no sooner had I heard about the importance of spoken word, within 72 hours or so, somebody was talking about the importance of written word. Ah, I know what it was last night. I was in a training session thing and she was saying, you know, um, write out how you feel. And it was at that moment that I realized that a lot of the written content out there, you know, even from books, it's kind of like circular because if you hear them speak, it's one thing, but they are writing out everything that's in their heart. And I think that's why I also like to gravitate towards audio books because it's kind of like we are made to, to, get the transmission through spoken word, but, um, a lot of us, um, it's therapeutic to write out things, right? I, I, um, even part of my manifestation process, I manifest so much better when I write things down. Um, and I've been encouraging myself to do that more. And even with my podcasts and stuff, I'll write down my notes. But um, <clears throat> they they both serve a, a purpose in a in a important role. I think in the manifestation process, in the communication process, and I think that understanding uh, why people right now, I think it helps me. It'll help me understand the information on an even higher plane, you know, than I did before. Because I, I do like to read. I just haven't had a chance to read as much as I would have liked. But yeah, I'm officially sleepy, y'all. It is 1230. I don't know why I, I'm having a hard time adjusting to this time change. So basically, my day is getting split up in, in two where it's like, I will come home and um be exhausted so I'll sleep which cuts my day in half and then now I'm kind of like in limbo you know and the thing is I do want to wake up at 7 in the morning I don't I don't really I used to like to sleep in but now I just I don't really like sleeping in um, which, which, so what will happen is I'll wake up in set at seven o'clock, 
I did not take my sleeping pill. I forgot to take my sleeping pill, which really helped me two nights ago. Um, And it's too late to take it now because if not, I'll just be groggy and or I might oversleep because I do not use an alarm clock. So I just wake up um, according to my circadian rhythm. <clears throat> but I usually wake up five minutes to seven or seven oh five. Um, just automatically, but I feel like, um, what's going to happen is wake up seven o'clock tomorrow, push it and then come home, be sleepy, fall asleep. And then it makes it harder for me to go to sleep, you know, like around 10 o'clock at night. So I don't know. TMI, TMI, TMI. Y'all don't need to hear about me taking my sleeping pills to go to bed at night, y'all. Trying to wake up early, but, um. I hope that that made sense. Like I said, you know, if if you want to grow with me, I'm absolutely going to continue pondering and making sure that I'm able to articulate it in a way that makes sense to the both of us, okay? I think it's super cool. I'm excited for you and I because if, if you are listening to it until this point, then that's great. But I hope that whoever listened to the first five minutes was able to just go directly to the source and and listen to what she's saying. Especially now that I I just, I finished listening to the whole hour of what she was saying. And there's just eight more minutes, but I'm I'm cooked. I'm officially going to just roll over and go to sleep now. Um, That just that is exciting alone. Um, but she has a day two and a day three, so you'll also want to look out for that. Um, time I'm recording this is March 21st, I believe, going into March 22nd. So she's going to, if you're going to look up the, the content, uh, I already read the title in the beginning of the podcast. And um, I will listen to days two and three. Um and if I feel like kind of checking in with you on, on my reaction to what she said, then I will do that. But if not, just know I'm doing the inner work. That was another word she used, um, inner work, which is which is way past due because I think I was getting kind of bored. And, and that's another sign, too. I think in the future I'm going to pay attention to that because if I start to get a little bit like... um. Not like pessimistic, but just kind of easily triggered too. It's time for me to um, just do some inner work, lighten the load, and and kind of accelerate and and push past it, you know. Um, and and look for another next project, and or look for things that will stimulate my mind to the next level versus getting stuck on, you know. Like, like, like once I've outgrown that content, you will know when I've outgrown something because I will start to, um, poke holes into the theories. (laughs) So until the next poking of holes of theories, see you later. (laughs) No, smell you later. No, hear you later. I don't know. Whatever.